Stack and Die in Overdrive, where we're joined on the phone now by Nick, Brett, and Sean. <laughs> it is Sight Unseen. How you doing, guys? Good, good. Pretty good. Pretty good. That was a lot like work. <laughs> well, only because you had the number wrong. <laughs> well, you know, I'm slow, but I go. How you doing, guys? Good. Good. good, good. Well, now tell us tell us all about Sight Unseen because we've been listening to the Resurrection CD. We pretty much played it all tonight and gave everybody a, a real good taste of uh, of what you guys are all about. Outstanding music coming out of uh, yeah. three guys. Unbelievable! You guys are awesome. Thank you. Appreciate that. Well, it's been all I could do to to uh, keep Die to leave the CD in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is some serious driving music, guys. Okay, yeah, we really appreciate that. Again, we've got a lot of really good compliments from, you know, people, you know, uh, radio, you know, just average Joes on the, you know, uh, really enjoy it and think that it's uh, just something a little bit different than what's out there right now. You know, it's something that we feel really strongly about. Music, you know, it comes from the heart. We're not trying to play any jo- any particular genre or trying to do any thing it's just music we love to do you know music that we thought that we would enjoy to listen to you know and other people are as well so you cool. got that got that idea by listening to it that you're all having really good time playing it. yeah it is awesome stuff yeah. really good guys yeah you can feel it you can feel it now uh let's uh let's introduce everybody we've got we've got sean harding yes that's me and you play you're you're like the you're like the 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 top dog right you're playing the guitars and the bass and the synths uh, yeah, I don't know about the top dog, but that's... Well, yeah, you play the most intru- instruments anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I have did... to. No one else does. <laughs> well, I mean, now, sight unseen... Guitars and bass and, and keyboards when I have to. Yeah, but that's... mostly it's just guitars and, and, and bass, you know, and then uh, did the engineering and production of the recording. So uh, you did it all in your own studio and stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I saw the pictures on uh, on the website of the place. Looks like you got some toys to play with. Very cool. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, along with with Sean, we have we have Nick, who has been your partner in crime for a few years on drums. How you doing, Nick? Oh, yeah. Hey, pretty good. Good. That's Nick Horn, of course. Drums and percussion. What would be the percussion that you would be uh, including in the in the drums description there? Uh, well, mainly. Basically, like shaker sounds, tambourines. Um, a lot of times, it's mainly used just for production value, like in the background to kind mm-hmm. of smooth stuff out. Yeah, yeah, That's good. Not, really. not not like major production, not like Dante or anything like that. But right, but now you you two have been doing stuff for for a good few years now, dating back to a uh, a solo album that uh, for, that Sean uh, did called what Credo Ergo Sum. Is that what I'm talking about? Credo Ergo Sum. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, we've been together since '97 when we did the first solo CD. It wasn't you know pressed or anything, but yeah, we've been together for ten years making music. So excellent, it's a long, long, uh, <laughs> long musical relationship. <laughs> okay, and then we have Brett Inman on vocals. Brett, how you doing? I'm doing great. Great. Now, when did you uh, when did you inject yourself into this duo that had been together for a while? Oh, when was that? August? August. Last August, while I was actually in a in a different band, I uh, came across their advertisement and downloaded one of their songs that they were asking for vocals to be on, which was Underneath the Moon. Mm-hmm. 
and I demoed the vocals and, and sent them to uh, to Nick and Sean via email. And uh, Nick took them to Japan and, and uh, did a little test marketing with them, and that's kind of where it went from there. Okay, now you guys, where 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 are each of you from? Um, Sean, where are you from right now? Um, um, right now I'm living in Maryland, in southern Maryland. Okay, and Nick, where are you from? Uh, I'm currently living in L.A. L.A., okay. And Brett, where are you from? Uh, Dallas, Texas, actually. Okay, so you guys are doing stuff via the Internet, too, like uh, like our friends Project 43. But now, Sight Unseen, it says on your website, was formed in Hiroshima, Japan. How do you explain that? <laughs> I can explain that. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is quite a far, that's quite a far away from home, aren't you? <laughs> that's where Nick and I met, you know. Uh, I'll let we go went back in, what was it, like late 96 or was it 97? Early 97, I think, is when we first Sean, started talking about Marine. eating stuff. Sean was a Marine uh, over on a military base there, yeah, and I was affiliated with it. Uh, through my parents, because my father was a high school teacher, so I kind of grew up on the base over there. Oh, okay. So you're all like army brats and stuff. Well, yeah, we had it with Brett. Brett actually he grew up in uh, Germany. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wow. That's excellent. That's excellent. So uh, that that's wild because you guys are spread all over the place in the country to start with, but then you formed the band <laughs> all the way in Japan. That is I, wild. I, I was pretty, intrigued by that. Very cool. We're international. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. That's for sure. Inter international, even. Yes. So, okay, now, when you're, when you, you've only been together since August with this lineup, and uh, how long has this uh, CD been available? Since January. Uh, we put it out in January. Uh, we finished up the, the recording process, I think, in early November, and uh, I mixed the vocals in Dallas uh, before I ever went to Maryland. And then we mixed the the remix the music to go with the mixes that I was that I had and every all the ideas that Sean had from mm -hmm. the previous mixes and just you know put it all together. Because what we and did is we had this music and we mixed an instrumental uh, in around July of last year. We mixed it. Nick, you know, I got together to try and find vocalists for this material because mm -hmm. it was written to have lyrics. Yeah. Uh, so the music was written before you know you know, about a year before, you know, the vocals came in. So we mixed an instrumental version of all of this, uh, this music, and sent it out to a lot of people and tried to find a vocalist. And that's how we found Brett. Uh -huh. So when he was coming in, we had he had all the music, you know. And so he went and did, just did an amazing job, you know, with the vocals. He would uh, do his thing. He did all the production on the vocals and all that stuff. He would send us, like, scratch uh you know, things with him singing, singing over the music, and we'd say, yeah, that sounds awesome, or we'd, you know, give little pointers, kind of like the same thing Nick and I do hmm. throughout the whole writing process. We constantly critique each other, you know, as playing and writing of, of things, and that really, I think that's why we, you know, come up with really, really good material, you know, because we're all involved with what each other is doing. Yeah, it's not, it, you can tell that uh, that there's a, a definite synergy there. To, to be able to pull off some of the odd meters that you guys are doing is tough enough to do when you guys are in the same room being able to get some eye contact and watch what's going on. Yeah, exactly. To, uh, to be able to feel that and be able to pull it off when uh, you're not in the same room. There's got to be something going there. Yeah, definitely. You guys... Uh you you list everybody says you sound a lot like Rush, but has anybody ever told you you sound a lot like Triumph? Yeah, we've heard that too. 
Yeah, yeah you Brett, do. Brett Jam. and I, I want to hear Brett and and Rick Emmett do a uh, do a duet, and I guarantee <laughs> you won't be able to tell one from the other. Oh, or Sean and and oh, Rick I, Emmett. <laughs> um, oh, I lost you. Anyway, you you guys are still there, right? Yeah, well, I'm here. Okay, good. That was, okay, that was one. That was one. <laughs> probably fell over. Oh, God, not Triumph. No! <laughs> Can you tell you the truth? If you played Triumph for me, I wouldn't know who they are because I don't own any of their recordings. I've just heard people say, yeah, you sound like Triumph. And I'm like, yeah, I guess uh, I don't even know who they are. Oh, seriously, <laughs> well, very good band. No, it's, yeah, it's, they're it's very a, good. It's a, it's, a, it's a good comparison to be made, but I, to be honest yeah. with they're you, They're a three-piece I, band, too. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm, from, uh, can, from Canada. Okay. And they're, they're, so, very, they're very good. Yeah. Check them out. You'll like them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the thing lately is that we, that, that we uh, and I think it's because of the vocals, we hear a lot about the Rush thing. And neither Triumph nor or, nor Rush are one of my personal influences, uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of you know uh, throws me off a little bit to hear that. But it, it's still a great honor because you know Rush is the band that they are. Right, you exactly. Bet, bet. Rush has been my favorite band since I was about sixteen. Really? Rush and Satriani are probably the two really huge musical influences on me. You know, writing, you know, compositionally wise and, and playing. You know, well, with guitar playing, of course, it's more towards Satriani, but sure. writing ensemble compositions where the bass and guitar and all that, it's Rush is a heavy influence in that, uh, you know. Well, you could smell it in the writing because there's a lot of, a lot of synergy between the guitar and the bass that you're, that you're putting together. And that, oh, yeah. that, that's, what, that's what has the real Rush feel to it to me, yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, uh, uh, Cliff Burton, you know, a lot the way he... Uh, is the way his compositions were, like the uh, Orion, for example, you know, the in- instrumental master of puppets, stuff like that. That really, uh, I enjoy writing compositions, ensembles, different pieces. This guitar does this, this guitar does this, and the bass does this. I really like to write that way. And like I said, those those people, you know, influenced me in doing that. So, you know, especially Rush, if there's a lot... You know, if it sounds a lot like that, it's probably because of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Obviously. I'm sure. That, and the 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 list of influences that you have on your MySpace is uh, a fairly diverse lineup. And I'm I'm kind of guessing now when you we we know now that we're we're talking to Sean when we're talking about the Rush and the Satriani. Who I mean, who uh, let's 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 list it down. Nick, who is your uh, who's your big ones? That uh, would be on that list there. Who are we uh, attributing or uh, attributing to you, rather? Um, I steal from everybody. <laughs> That's steal. Uh, well, steal is such well, a I mean, is, is such a nasty word. Borrow. Try to borrow. You, you feel, borrow. Yeah. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's as a drummer, you know, you, guitar. You know, musicians in general usually get locked into a certain style. The drummer. You can see it from different points of view and different angles. Mm-hmm. I like Cure, like New Order, Metallica, Rush, of course. Mm-hmm. Pretty much stuff. All the Imagine Pumpkins. Yeah, I usually listen to bands that have really, really good drummers. Yeah, you can tell your timing is excellent. You've got a. I mean, you could set your clock by you. You're very good. Yeah. So, let me tell a story about Nick's timing, okay? When I was, I was I'm recording these songs. Okay? I'm recording these songs, and every single time Nick does a re-record of the same song, like you know, okay, I messed up, let's do it over again. 
he's always, always well under five seconds, well under, usually within one second or two seconds. <laughs> like wow. That's how, that's how tight he is with timing. I've never played with anybody that has timing like that. Yeah, you can hear it. You can definitely hear it. It's amazing. And a definite source of energy for a guitar player to be able to have that tight of a drummer. Really. Yeah. For I, sure. From a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett. Who's uh, who? Who? Uh, who's the guy that uh, that gets behind your whale? Who's the? Who's your big influences and the ones that uh, you you kind of derived your sound from? I'll give you the shortest list. Um, starting in the seventies, uh, bands like Journey, Steve uh, Perry, mm-hmm. um, Ario Speedwagon. That's the seventies. The eighties. TNT, um, the storm. A lot of a lot a lot of people with a higher range, right. because to me it just evokes more uh, more of the emotion. And then from the progressive element, um, probably uh, my main influences are the Devin Townsend band and anything that he does, and Dream Theater, of course. Outstanding. All right, now it, it, the secret to the high range and the clarity of your voice. Uh, couldn't have anything to do with that A and W root beer T-shirt that you wear on the picture, <laughs> does it? <laughs> you clear your throat with A and W, right? <laughs> if Brett a big... has a spray <laughs> bottle, with... <laughs> yeah. Brett's got a spray bottle with A and W in it, yeah, right? Yeah, just a little foaming action. Right behind the A and W shirt, the A and W shirt, but the cheap shirt. It was also the shirt that had the faded appeal that I wanted it to have. <laughs> All righty then. Okay, that that explains that. So you're a down home kind of guy, you know? Right? I didn't care what I was wearing. He likes to him as backwoods and country as they get. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Sean, you've got the you got the baldy sour work in there. Brett, you're pretty close. You got the uh, you got the the marine look that's uh, just about shaven. Uh, Nick, how do you fit into this with uh, with the long hair? <laughs> I've always had long hair. <laughs> don't let him give you don't let him give you shit about your long hair. Long locks are awesome. I, I've got pretty long hair myself. I'm That's just right. kidding. It just seemed it. You know, you got these two. You got these two army looking guys, and then you got you got Nick. That kind of it just looks a little out of place. But he is a drummer. When when I I grew up. Uh, when I was a kid in Winslow, Arizona, which is like hippie galore. So mm-hmm. I always had one, you know, and then for a while it was in style and I was cool. And then it went out of style and you didn't care. So what's the say, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I did my hair before, but I look like Michael J. Fox with short hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That we, we know how dangerous that could be. In 20 years, he's going to look exactly the same. Exactly. That's okay. You know, you don't have to worry about getting carded all the time either. <laughs> oh, no. If you look like Michael J. Fox, I guess you would get exactly. carded all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you got, That's okay. I like the hair. Look, It's good on you. I'm, I'm getting the general idea that uh, with this sound and, and with the direction that you're going with the band, that you'd really like to be able to, to get together and play some shows. Is there anything in the works that might, uh, might make that happen anytime soon? Uh, well, currently, um, we're actually going to the studio Monday with a, a formidable producer to actually re-record uh, Delirium and do a new track that hasn't been released yet. So Ooh. right now we're working on that, and that producer is going to help us probably get um, you know label interests, 
distribution, you know, uh-huh. TV so. and replacement, all that kind of stuff. And then after that, you know, we're going to start doing some showcasing, and hopefully if we pick up momentum from that, then we'll actually be able to go on a, a serious tour. You know, because yeah. we can ask that, hey. So you're you're not dropping any names as to who the big time producer is, huh? Oh, don't jinx it! Don't jinx it! Oh yeah, it's on the internet. It's on our blog. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's on the blog. Yeah, all that stuff on our uh, MySpace page. Wait a minute, I'm on there right now. Let me see. Recording in Hollywood Mansion. Yep. Is that the one? All right. Yep, let me let me look at let yeah, me look at that one. All right. Yeah. So we'll we'll drop it, so you don't have to. Hang on a second. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, oh, Dito Goodwin. Or Godwin, yep. rather. Cool. Cool. All right. Now, he's worked with some pretty big names. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Motley Crue, no doubt. Kiss. Yeah. He's got a, got a, few, uh, got a few big dogs under his belt. That's, that's, a, uh, that's a formidable guy to have on your side. He's a, really, he's a good guy, too. He's really cool. I mean, when we first started talking to him, you know, and everybody should be, you know, a little bit cautious because there's always there's people out there that are going to try and, you know, take you for, you know, <laughs> you know, take money and run, basically. Yeah. You know so it. we were real cautious about it, and we did a lot of research on this guy when we, when he first, you know, we got a hold of him. And we have dirt on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we that's, talked to him. That's always helpful. Uh, you always hear all these horror, horror stories about producers coming in and and taking a band and, and changing them to whatever their, their image they think that they should do. He's not like that. What he's doing is he's trying to bring it. He, he sees we know who we are. We know what we're going to do. We know where we want to go, what the creative direction, everything. And he wants to try and develop us to, to bring out the best of us, you know, not try and change us to what he thinks might be commercially, you know, more marketable or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's good. He's that's a really, really good guy to work with. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah, that... if, if actually, if you guys were to change your style or your formatting or, or the way you're writing your music right now would be a shame because what you the formula you have right now is awesome. Yeah, yeah that, and that's, that's what he he believes in us and he wants to you know help us out right. bring the best out of us you Good. know that's awesome. refined or more refined to, to, of us. To, well, to enhance it you know bring out the the finer points of it you know we we've already discussed you know like arrangement and stuff like that with him and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really idea. haven't had much, much negative, you know, feedback or you need to change this, you need to do that. I mean, he's he's straight across the board with it. You know, he thinks he thinks we're a good band. He believes in us, so he just wants to see us make it. Well, the, the proof is in the pudding when you listen to the Resurrection CD, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the request out there because you know once we once we uh, hang with guys and and have them on the show. We, you know, you've you're, you become like family to us, and we we appreciate you joining us and everything. And we want to make sure that when you're done with the new projects, that we all get to hear it. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, we no problem giving you updates of anything what we're doing. You know, awesome. Well, you're you're family now. You have been assimilated into the collective. <laughs> Resistance is futile. <laughs> <laughs> You can ask any of the other bands that we've had on the show. They've all become great friends. Um, and, in fact, like uh, on the 21st, we're going to be visiting with Waking Hour out in there. They invited us to their home to come to see their show in Seattle, and we're going to be broadcasting it and stuff just from just stemming from an interview. So, you know, mm-hmm. we want to stay up on what you guys are doing, too, because we're both big fans. Okay, cool. Yeah. You don't say family in a deep south kind of, I want to marry my sister way, do you? No. no, we don't marry our <laughs> sisters up here. In fact, my uncle loves me to death. <laughs> oh, gee, will you stop? 
No, uh, maybe maybe a, a nice friendly hug or a, or a, you know a nice a nice high five or something. Or a Christmas card I, on, on Christmas. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh yeah, Christmas card. Sure. Shut up. <laughs> never mind. He always has to give me shit. I never send out Christmas cards. She has good intentions though. Uh, yeah, I, I put postage stamps and everything on them, but they just never get mailed. Oh well. All right. So you're you're <laughs> so you're so you're going in the studio with with Godwin, and uh, what's next? Once you get that done, I mean, you, I imagine that uh, you guys have a lot of a lot of ideas for what's going to happen next, and and you have to be real excited about what's going on because the CD just freaking smokes. So what comes after that? What's next? Um, basically hitting up record labels, distribution companies, um, just trying to basically get it out there. Industry channels, whatever we can do. You know, hopefully. TV, um, movie placement, you know, whatever. European distribution, too, or licensing deals there, because a lot of our fans are overseas, Asia and Europe. I'll bet. I'll bet. So, I can see your type of tunes going over real big over there. Yeah. Even though uh, America is, you know, pre-programmed, I don't have to tell you all about that. But, uh, but yeah, I can see you doing well, very exactly well. that's exactly why we're here. Yeah. Our goal, our goal uh, the way we see it so far, and, of course, Nick and I and Brett, all of us talk about this a lot, and we've talked some with Dito. You know, he's, he's going to serve as, like, a mentor role. He's not managing us or anything. He's going to produce us, and then he's going to be, like, a mentor. Cool. And so... Yeah, and development, you know, develop the man. Labels don't do It's basically kind of like an indie, pretty much an indie label with major distribution is what we're going towards. We really aren't looking toward to get signed by a major label. Well, indie good. label would probably be better for us, you know. Yeah, well, you're actually better off because the independent labels are more dedicated to their artists exactly. anyway. Exactly. Even, you know, downside, of course, they don't have as much like, resources as far as money and all that. That's true, and, yeah. But that's where the major distribution comes in because a lot of indie labels work through with the major suit for their distribution and all right. that. Right, but at least also, you know you'll like be a, taken yeah. care of. Yeah, and it's more like a partnership, too, working with an indie, you know, from what we understand than it is with, you know, a major. major Absolutely. Like right. <laughs> well, take take that from uh, take that from us. We've been, you know, Di herself has been, is, is an indie, and she's breaking in and, and uh, working through the indie channels. And yeah. uh, distro is the biggest is the biggest part, making yeah, sure definitely. you got the distribution. But yeah. uh, once you once you've got that locked down, you're you're definitely way better off sticking with an indie label. Biggest biggest time, right? Yeah. Well, your labels rate you for everything, right? They take all your rights. Well, exactly, sure. exactly. And independent yeah. labels, though, they're, you're you're more on a fifty fifty basis. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you always yeah. get the the you know the camaraderie back. You know, it's it's not you're you're not just a. You know, you're not just an artist out there, you know, pushing your tunes. You're actually part of a gathering. So, yeah, yeah as far as independent artists and independent labels, it's the only top way to go. notch. It's the only way to go, That's yeah. That's why we stick with them here. That's why we stick with them. And, and uh, as far as with what we're doing, it's, uh, it's by having that indie mentality that makes, that makes people gravitate toward us and what makes it to where we will be able to eventually grow to a much, much larger level. Right. Right. Uh, my opinion on the whole indie versus uh, versus mainstream label is we're doing our very best to preserve our creativity and our direction. Right. And and steer clear of any type of dictatorship to where they're going to want what they want, regardless as to what, as artists, we naturally and normally put out. Or our fan base would like. Right. And, and what our fans would like to hear from here on out. Right. Yeah. 
That yeah. would, I, I'll tell you what. It, as, yeah, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you've got it. You've got it. <laughs> good... Broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know it. You know it. And, and it, as soon as you got someone that's saying, "Well, you should do this or you should do this with their music," that's when you say, "Bye." Yeah. Okay. So exactly. Now, when you they're not they're not working with you, but the, I mean the music is the end result as a product. You know, music and of course performances and all that. But you know, typically when people you know with bands, it's music. It's the recording. Right. And and that's you. You write that. And what, where does somebody have a right to come in and tell you how you should sound or whatever? Unless, of course, you suck and you might need that. But then nobody wants to listen to you anyway. So yeah, and, yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. It, it's it. We're, we know where we're going. We've been doing this for a long time. You know, uh, I can see you know a lot of younger bands. You know, you know, eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You know, just coming out of high school or whatever in college. You know, they might need a lot, and they probably do need a lot of direction. You know, during the first parts of their careers, you know, because they haven't been doing it for a long time, and then they're not as mature anyway. I mean, uh, we've been doing this for a while, you know. It's music. Yeah, and every, everything we do has been methodical. Very yeah. much. You, well, yeah. When Sean and I got together and we said, "Hey, you want you know you want to do this and try to go all the way," mm-hmm. you know, because we did the other CDs, just like Ooh, we party and we go, "Hey, let's do a CD." <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was great. <laughs> There was no business plan behind it. This one, had, we have a very solid business foundation. We started a company, Mr. Greater Recordings LLC, for doing all the publishing for our music, and so and we think of every step that we make, every decision that we make. You know, we talk with each all, all of us. You know, talk about it, and we make the decisions based on sound business practices. That's you know, and try idea. and think of it like that because there is a business dimension to it as well. Because we want to do this for a living. You know, because it's a pain in the ass having to work all day. And then, you know, I would come home and then, do, you know, try and do everything else, you know, with the music. And, of course, it ties you down. You know, we want to make a living out of this. We want this to be our, fill our lives, you know. And so we understand that you've got to have a grasp of the business side of it, too. You know, that's very important. It's critical. It and is. It is. So we've been educating ourselves and, you know, talking to people, reading, and, and what, doing whatever we can to try and uh, become better in the music business, you know. Well, it's 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 definitely the right approach to take, especially from an indie point of view. How yeah. how would you uh, what what's your plan if you do go? Because you you know you, we mentioned before about playing some live shows, and you mentioned in the blog there about uh, maybe a tour sometime this summer. Yes. Um, who do you have someone in mind that you would be already you know you already got in the back of your mind that would be joining you? It's obvious that. Uh, that you won't be able to play everything yourself there. Oh, you? yeah, yeah. You need a bassist and a guitarist pretty much to mm-hmm. do this stuff. That's something that we're really going to talk with uh, Dito about because what we're, our plans were before we met him. When we first you know, got, got a hold of him and started working with him, that changed several things. Uh, you know, initially what we were doing is we were trying to recruit another guitarist and bassist to come and play with us live. We were going to do an East Coast tour. And that's what we were focused on doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, the thing with Dito has kind of changed things a little bit. And so right now we're not currently looking for a bassist and guitarist to do it. Uh, from what we, you know, what he's told us is, you know, don't worry about that. If you got to play a live showcase or whatever, he knows plenty of musicians, you know, that can fill in. And, you know, that, that's another thing with uh, with the music. I have written all out in sheet music. So, Hmm. You know, if if someone comes in and needs it, they don't listen to it and have to try and figure out what it's doing. I send them the sheet music, they learn it just like if they got it out of a guitar magazine, you know. And uh, so Great they could learn the parts, yeah, and then go and play that show or tour or whatever. But that's something that we're going to have to discuss when we meet up with Dito, you know. Yeah, I mean, later on when we do a tour, I mean, 
the goal is, I mean, right now we're the three core members. Yeah. But right, right. we would like to find a guitarist that fits and a bassist that fits and have those people with us and stick for with the rest you. of our career goes. Right. You know? Yeah. Become actual band members, not just session guys playing the show. Yeah, and that would that'd be uh, the right. ideal, you know. And, you know, sometimes I mean, that can happen, sometimes it can't. You know, nobody knows. Well, I mean, either way, at least you get to you get to play the shows, and you have the uh, the luxury of of having someone like Dito to help you with that. That's uh, that's that's a that's very very much key. So, when you do start touring, what uh, where are you going to start first? Where where are you heading off first? I mean, you're going to stay in the See, states. You're going to go over Europe, that's, or that one of the things. Uh, the purpose of this recording, we're recording these two tracks, and we're going to shop them out to try and. Uh, you know what demographics? What you know as far as region and uh, and you know where are people really responding to the music? You know, are they really responding it to the Northeast or the Northwest or mm-hmm. or in the middle mid you know Midwest wherever? And once we figure that out, uh, that's really going to determine where we're going to go. That really is more than anything going to determine. Uh, I mean, we all would love to go to Europe. That's what, you know, that's a little bit more expensive, of course. You know, but they have a lot. But then the upside is there's a lot of music festivals over there yeah. that they have that they don't have here in America. That, that our our style of music, our genre, you know, where we fit would really fit well in Europe. You know, but uh, but we'll have to see where you know where. Like I said, what areas are really responding the most to our music? Well, we might I be. Mean, if, if we had the cash to fund it. We'd like to hit any place we could. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, we're, right now we're universe to, tour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, I mean, we're to see which way the wind's going to blow as soon as we go through all this and you know find out what kind of companies we get attached with or whatever. You know, I mean, I think we should start we at Summerfest. Yeah, I was going to say we might <laughs> might be a little bit selfish in saying so, but I mean we've got two festival type of things going on in this area. You know, we've got uh, Taste of Chicago that uh, you know showcases a great many bands through the course of uh, the, a week or so period, and then we've got Milwaukee Summerfest, both of which would be a great fit for you guys. Yeah, I I mean I I'm all up for that. I mean basically just right now we're our hands are kind of tied with. The initial stuff, sure, you know? sure. Right. Well, I mean, it's it, we will definitely let you know that uh, you know if it if it means you know we haven't had a great many responses, but the responses that we've had uh, for your music have all been just more than positive, way up, way up there. Everybody loves you. So, I mean, the only thing, the only thing we really know right now is we're most likely going to have to do a couple of showcase gigs, um, and most likely those are going to be out in L.A. You know, just for industry purposes and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And then hopefully we can branch off and, you know, I mean, we just like playing. Yeah, we want to do this, like we said, we want to do this for, you know, forever. You know, do it for a living and and make money doing it. We don't even care about, we don't have to be, you know, excessively rich or whatever, but just being able to live comfortably and and playing music and writing music that people really appreciate and enjoy. Right. And that's... That's that's a great feeling when you create something and when you when you do something, and and a lot of people really enjoy it and that is the best feeling in the world. There, Absolutely, compared to that, you know. No, I hear you. I, I hear know you. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, if as, we had it, our 
if we had it our way and, and it were a perfect world, we'd be playing every city and place by tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing quite, I mean, it's, I, I know exactly what you mean. There's, there's, there's nothing like, uh, nothing like that live feel, you know, it's great to have a, a CD in your hand and listen to it, but man, you got to have that crowd. Oh yeah. The live is, we really want to get the music out too <laughs> in the live perspective, but that it's just not realistic in a, quick startup kind of fashion, I mean, we'd really seriously lose our butts and there wouldn't be a follow-up to resurrection after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. I guess that every decision we're making calculated, you know, towards a predetermined goal. Like, we're going to do this, you know, and then we look at the downsides. Okay, what if this happens? What if we lose out totally? Or what if we, you know, you know, we think of things very carefully so that we're not surprised. You know, basically, yeah. You you definitely can't play for the door when you're uh, when you're doing bookings around the country. Yeah, 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 (laughs) definitely. Yeah, Stack and I used to do that. We used to play. uh, We used to play around the Chicago area, but we'd get the door. Made a few bucks, but it was more the you know the the, uh, love of doing it. The yeah, the back and and we it was local for us, so we never you know never thought about going across the country you well know. we thought about it but we knew we weren't going to do it with that group no nah, no nah. <laughs> <laughs> never yeah all right yeah. so now, let me ask you guys about uh, about your myspace now you got you got a boatload of friends on here. you got over eighteen thousand friends how is myspace uh and we ask we meet most of the people here at overdrive underground via myspace where we kind of put ourselves out there as a house that myspace built almost how big of a uh, how big of a role has MySpace played in uh, sight unseen and your popularity? Oh, to be, I'll take this one. Uh, to be honest with you, it's been phenomenal. I mean, we started small. There was a strategy to start with. We started small before Resurrection was ever released and posted some demos and got a good core of, of a few handful of real true friends that could put the word out to their friends in different geographic locations. And then they started doing referrals and everything else, and it, and it really has grown with a lot of with a lot of hard work and push behind it on a daily basis. And to be honest with you, that number on there as to to how many friends you have can be deceiving because sure. it's kind of like it's kind of like how you view the the amplification rating on a piece of Pioneer equipment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really have. Very solid state amplifier for that matter. Yeah, it, it goes, goes to 11. 11. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. man. Yeah, I, I, but I, I, I will, uh, everybody that we've talked to that we've met via MySpace has, has uh, viewed it as a, as a wonderful tool to be able to to network and market themselves and and uh i can honestly say i think that and maybe you guys would agree or disagree but i think it makes it a lot a lot easier to be an independent artist artist these days as opposed to uh when we were doing it back in the 80s it definitely gets you out there you know it at least gets you seen and at least once and you have that two or three seconds to catch their ear and that's that's all you know marketing is about you know you, you need to catch their ear really quick you know and there are people that come back some people are like okay i'll be your friend and you know they'll probably never come back and listen to it you know yeah and it's cool about the, the our band yeah 
about our band is each one of us has really talents in a lot of different areas. Like, for example, Nick's the marketing executive of the band. He used to work at marketing on bass, you know. He's right. also a graphic artist. You know, I do certain things with, with recording, you know, engineering and, and things like that, you know, technical aspects. And so we each have, if the, the three of us have different abilities. You know, of course, Brett was had the ability, which was great, to do his own vocal production, recording and mixing and everything, which made my job a, a lot, you know, better. You know, the improv sure. is a lot better. And so we each have certain talents that the other ones don't have, and, and that really is important for any band, you know, or any group, you know. And so it's just really cool to have that, to work with these two guys, you know, with Nick and, and Brett, you know. And, well, and uh, yeah. I think that really contributes to the overall success of the band, because it's more than just writing music, really cool music. You know, there's a lot of other things involved. Yeah, I'll bet. And and when you when you have a small core like you guys have, I mean, a three piece core. That's a, it. You know, yeah, you can. It's easier to do when, it, when musically because you have less minds to have to try to meld with. But when you can bring that much extra talent to the table, it's got to be very helpful. Three is ideal. We were Nick and I were talking about this last night. You know, with two guys, yeah. There's always a tiebreaker. You know, there's always a check and balance. You know, checks and balances there. You know, if it's just two guys, you guys could argue forever and never agree. But you got a third <laughs> member. You know? Did that happen? Did that well, happen with way or, Yeah. So it really having three, the three guys. You know, the three of us. It, it, things just seem like they were meant to be almost. You know, in a sense. So did you find it, that happening where you and Nick would all of a sudden have uh, have the need for the third vote there? Uh, well, there's there's times. You know, well, Nick and I have been together for a long time, and it's kind of scary. Sometimes we think. You know, identical without even talking. You know, it's like telepathic. But we do have our disagreements. These disagreements. And, you know, sometimes they do get heated you know, with anybody, you know. But, uh, yeah, all three of us, you know, two of us will think this way and the third will have another perspective. And, you know, we try and discuss things out in the open. But when we come to a decision, we don't make any decisions that any one of us is uncomfortable with. That's very important because you don't want anybody feeling kind of like left out, you know, like they get outvoted. So pretty much our decisions, once they're made, they're pretty much, they're unanimous. I mean, they're, we come to a, a, Mutual a consensus agreement. about, yeah, exactly, about what we want to do. And uh, and having three people, I don't know if you could do that with five or six. Of course, it would be a lot more difficult to do it with that. But. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so now... The resurrection, resur- hello, resurrection CD is out there, and it's available. We know it's on CD Baby, and get it there. Where else uh, can people lay their mitts on it? And it's modestly priced. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And we also have it on iTunes. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, if you if you view all our blogs, um, there's one that has a listing of their actual uh, some stores in Dallas, area. A lot of MP3 type places online. Actually, I did. Actually, I did read the blog. I was just giving you a chance to say it a yourself. Blog, <laughs> blog is revolution. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting in the page. <laughs> <laughs> page up. <laughs> it's okay. You've got a lot more interviews coming up. Just get in practice. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get practice well, on uh, us. A lot of revolution uh, records. It's a store in New York, Clinton, New York. They they sell it online at their record store, and we send them a whole bunch of posters they put up, you know, in their store. Posters? How do we put up because we give them a whole bunch? They said they were going to. Posters? Posters? Oh, Nick. Guy says, guy says that he plays the CD in the store all the time. Though. 
Well, His name's Nick, too. Well, Pretty hey, cool. you know, that's good. And he shows good taste. That's right. Yeah. Now, it, we, I, I'm hearing the word poster, and the studio here I, it, is seemingly very barren uh, in respects to a, a sight unseen poster. That's right. Come on, yeah, Nick. Okay. You, you didn't cough up a CD. You made me buy one. So, uh, <laughs> so, so now you can't diss me again, Nick. Come on. Send us a poster. We'll send you a t shirt. Awesome. I love it. Love it. And you opposed to the sign. All right. right. That would be wonderful. That, that would, would be great. And we would, we would probably like, display it. The same area. And, yeah, at the same time. <laughs> the first time we got together with Sean, Brett's at my house. Sean's flying in tomorrow. So There's just, two. just email me the address, and I'll send it in. All righty. That sounds great. I'll do sounds that. Great. There you go. Now, if you, if, uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to make it easier. Now, a friend's page is being... Assembled, where all of our all of our friends will have a link to to, uh, to be able to purchase their music. Like we have a we have a deal going with CD Baby. If you click through with us, you can you know we get a little piece of the action. So we'll uh, we'll make sure to get which a is link not up there why I bought the CD. I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> that whole dollar discount. Yeah, thing, it's the dollar know? discount. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, we'd have bought it for full price. There's no doubt about it. It's Absolutely. A, it's an it's a outstanding piece of work. I wouldn't even go through the ODU website to buy your CD. I'll, I'll let you know that. That was modest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. You must have never signed about the CD. Yeah, I got to tell this story, if you don't mind. I, I contacted Nick. Mm-hmm. I sent him a, an email, and I knew that Nick would be the one checking out the the emails on the MySpace because he's the tech guy for the band. He's the the band's tech monkey, right? Yes. Right. So so they you know they did a friend request on my show page on Live and Let Die page. So I went ahead and I asked him if they wanted to do an interview. Well, Nick didn't believe that we were actually a radio station. Oopsie. He's like, well, you know, we send out so many promos and we don't get any kind of airplay. Oh, that was Nick? That was Nick. Oh, man. Yeah, I was saying, okay, well, if he wants to be a bonehead, dump his ass then. That's what I said. (laughs) And I said, no, no, we're real. You can ask anybody. (laughs) I said, but okay, if you, you know, since you don't want to, you know, take the chance, and I understand, just send us uh, a... emailed you some yeah you emailed and i said well okay but we need more so don't i'll just worry, buy she's just telling the story we love you guys don't <laughs> it's, worry it's about good it. radio father <laughs> <laughs> so i said don't worry we'll buy the cd so i went right i went the next like an hour after i got off the email with with nick and i went and bought it a couple of days later cd baby sent it we've been playing it ever since yeah digging it too really good stuff absolutely yeah good stuff and and we and we really we really don't mind having to buy it. No, and, exactly. And, and we would have anyway because we always support the indies. Yeah. So the indies play here. That's right. It's not just a catchy name. <laughs> All right. So you guys, we want to make sure that uh, everybody knows that uh, they can get your CD via CD Baby. Just click through, and until we've got a, a direct link set up, just click through the CD Baby on the front page of ODU.FM. Search "Sight Unseen." Sight, of course, spelled. S-I-G-H-T, as opposed to S-I-T-E for all you webheads out there. And uh, Sight Unseen. And uh, you'll be able to get it easily. What's the price on there on CD Baby? It's like 8 
86, yeah, something 8, like 86, that. 80, right, 80, guys? 886, something like that. 999. 999. 999. Yeah. Well, okay, cool. It's worth it. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Come on. I mean, it's a it's a great CD full of music, and you're not paying the top buck price that you're going to get for the crap that you're being force fed at Walmart. And uh, you're getting great music that's really felt by real artists that really feel it. Exactly. But if you're going to their MySpace page, make sure that you put sight unseen music because if you don't, you'll go to somebody else. Did Uh-oh. you guys know that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is it, a porn site or something? No, no, it's a, it's another band, but it's not them. So make sure that you put sight, S-I-G-H-T, unseen music. Okay. And, and you we'll, can check out more. Yeah. Of their, their, you can check out their tunes there. Also, let that other band know that we have the name trademark. So. Yeah. Oh, good for oh, yeah, you guys. Yeah. We'll be okay. <laughs> They've got a business plan, see? <laughs> That's right. Good so for you. So if, you uh, if you have one thing that you could say to anybody in the world right now, what would it be? What was that question? <laughs> Say something. <laughs> <laughs> Any anything to anybody in the world, what would you be saying? Thank you. <laughs> that's great. Okay. That's, that's, oh, that says it all. <laughs> short and sweet and to the point. Damn right. A, a man of many words. <laughs> Come on, Brett. You can, Brett could say something that it might take about uh, twenty minutes. Yeah, you know, I'm talking. <laughs> well, okay, we want to we want to be able to just let you guys know that we really appreciate you uh you coming with us. I know you got other a whole bunch of other uh interviews and things happening with you and you got a great uh a great future ahead of you. I really believe that. And please keep us and uh the people that listen here updated on what you're doing cuz uh we're we're very interested. Yeah, absolutely. And good luck Sunday on yeah. New Detroit Radio. Yeah. <laughs> but who and won? we appreciate all this. I mean, this just came out of the blue, kind of like the same thing with the Dito thing. It just, it's all just starting to roll <laughs> like a snowball. <laughs> well, hey, and... and You'd be surprised how many ears listen to this station. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of them are pretty good, uh, pretty good size ears, yeah, they're, too. Yeah, they're good ears to have. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> so we'll... Uh, we're, and you're not going anywhere. You're definitely, like I said, you're assimilated in the collective. You're in our automation rotation when butts aren't in the seats. And, uh, and you can and always die. count on me playing your music on my show on Saturdays. From oh, from five to from five to from eight. From five to eight, yes, that's right. <laughs> Living like that. <laughs> even, and and I have to I have to admit to you guys that even though you went to the Live and Let Die site, I kind of wrote her really bad to uh, have you on this show instead. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I, I, hey, I wanted to talk to him too, <laughs> and 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 let you know that that uh, I'm I'm really appreciative of what you're doing, and you know personally from a listening standpoint and appreciatively from a musician standpoint it's really good stuff and and uh we wish you all the best of luck with it absolutely hey, we really appreciate that no problem no and problem we uh we thank you uh once again for joining us and uh got any parting words by the cd <laughs> I don't know. straight to the pc <laughs> it's a business plan <laughs> pardon me i didn't we didn't we yeah, lost, we now, lost now we put the lyricist on. Yeah. <laughs> oh. so I, so I get creative with this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Thank you to you guys. I mean, we, we couldn't do this if people weren't listening. Exactly. So, I mean, uh, it, it keeps us going, and we will remain appreciative. 
no matter how far we go with this. If this were to end tomorrow, we'd be appreciative of what happened up to that point. If we made it. Right. And, and if we go on a major scale in any form or any scale that we're on, we will remain um, very appreciative. Well, if you end up in Chicago or Milwaukee, you uh, well, you better first of all. But we, you know, let us know what's going on. We'll uh, we'll come and uh, come and tip a tip a cold one with you. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We will definitely let you know. Outstanding, awesome, outstanding. That'd be great. We'd love to see you guys live. Truly, yeah. yeah I, I'm. I I know for a fact that that music would kick ass in concert. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. All right, Nick, Brett, and Sean, we. We thank all three of you for uh, taking the time and, and wish you, like I said, all the best. And keep us up to date on what you're doing, okay? Okay, we will. All right. All right, guys, thanks. All right, thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Good night. Hey, good night. Good night.